the classic age of China, 600 BCE to 600 CE, there are many powerful belief systems, two of which being legalism and Confucianism. Legalism, though short-lived, made a lasting impact. It enforced strict rule of law and harsh punishments for disobedience. Confucianism, on the other hand, remained an influential force in China for hundreds of years. It preached the idea of filial piety or respect for one's superiors. Oh, Robin, you've really done your research. You sound like a well-oiled machine. Now, what the heck does that have to do with Mao Zedong? Wasn't he around in, like, the 60s? You didn't let me finish. Oh, sorry. It wasn't until 1949 when Mao Zedong declared the founding of the People's Republic of China that Confucianism began to wither away and a new belief system began to take form. And what belief system was that? Communism. <laughs> Along with the rise of communism came another powerful force that would change the course of China's history forever. This powerful force was named Chairman Mao Zedong. Mao would go on to reject all aspects of Confucianism while openly embracing those of legalism and would ignite a cultural revolution to inspire a cult of personality. I know about this Mao Zedong guy. We learned about him in class. In 1924, after becoming an official communist, he returned to his native town, Shoshan. While he was there, he bore witness to uprisings from peasants. Though Mao himself was born into peasantry, his studies at the university led him to adopt the traditional Chinese elite idea that peasants were inferior and dirty. Wow, that's pretty screwed up. Because of this belief, Mao did not have a problem using physical violence against them and was able to rally them behind his cause. Throughout his rise to power, Mao began writing works of his own life and struggles. In many of these works, he claimed full leadership for the Communist Party. Then in 1943, Mao officially gained supremacy in the party and communism was becoming the predominant political belief system in China. How was he able to become so powerful? In a simple word, violence. Mao would initially force his advisors and others to work on the countryside if they were not officially read. Then, with a powerful cabinet who obeyed his every word, Mao was now able to gain control of the government. This is when he issued the Great Leap Forward, right? Exactly. The Great Leap Forward was an essential step towards the emergence of the Cultural Revolution, though it was not direct. Mao's plan was to go from an agrarian society to an industrialized one in five years. The issue with his plan, however, was he wanted production to be done all by man and no machines. Not only that, but this plan was implemented under a socialist regime. There was no privatization. The people's incentive to do the work was starvation. Right. This proposal resulted in the deaths of millions of Chinese individuals. Because the Chinese population was vastly weakened, it was much easier for Mao to gain total control. And thus came about the Cultural Revolution. The Cultural Revolution was truly something that will be remembered for the rest of time. With Mao's enormously powerful cult of personality that he had formed from years of leadership, he was able to spark an absolute upheaval in the very foundations of Chinese society. The day it all began can be traced to May 16, 1966, when Mao in issued indictments of all of his enemies. He was also clear to state his and the Communist Party's goals to remove all symbols of religion and education from Chinese society. Confucian values of respect and obedience were thrown out the window. Children and young adults revolted against their parents and superiors. Desks were thrown across the room, and school did not continue throughout the years of the Cultural Revolution. Their form of school was education ab about how great a leader Mao is and how amazing communism is. Not only that, but every single piece of culture, whether it be remnants of Western ideas or even ancient Chinese traditions, were completely trashed. Oh yeah, and Madame Mao was sure to control every aspect of entertainment. Shows and movies were banned except a very select few, which is a policy that can still be seen today in China's restri restrictive media. A staple of the Cultural Revolution was the Red Book. 
Every man, woman, and child could be seen with this little book in their hands. And get this, the entire book was just quotes from Mao. Hey, <laughs> I have a copy right here. Robin, do you just carry that thing everywhere? Yeah, whatever. Let's take a look. Political power grows out of the barrel of the gun. War can only be abolished through war, and in order to get rid of the gun, it is necessary to take up the gun. Infallible logic right there. Communism is not love. Communism is a hammer which we use to crush the enemy. Enable every woman who can work to take her place on the labor front under the principle of equal pay for equal work. Okay, at least he was a feminist. You're right, though. With all of his flaws, he did believe in equality for women and all others. Yes, but this does not excuse his horrible actions. Mao's main target for mobilization was youth in China. Young people are very impressionable, so he was easily able to manipulate them. Very quickly, these youth formed armies called the Red Guard and began attacking China's elderly and intellectuals. You could be killed for simply wearing glasses. Not only that, but the sent-down youth were some young people who either willingly or under force left their hometown urban centers to live on rural communal farms never to be seen or heard from again. Over 16 million youth followed this path. Mao was not the only powerful communist figure during this time. The Gang of Four was a group consisting of Mao's wife, Jian Qing, Wang Hangwen, Yao Wenyuan, and Zhang Changchao. When Mao died on September 9, 1976, the Gang of Four attempted to gain control over China. However, unbeknownst to the gang, Mao had already selected a successor, Hua Guafeng. Hua denounced the Cultural Revolution, but instead of blaming Mao, he blamed the Gang of Four for its excesses. The Gang of Four took the blame and received harsh punishments, including life in prison. It was with this downfall that the Cultural Revolution finally came to an end, but this was no celebration. Over 65 million people had died under Mao's cruel and violent rule. To this day, Mao still has a lasting impact on the whole of China. Despite his brutality, Mao is still praised by many in China. His memorial is located in the center of Tiananmen Square, and every year, hundreds of thousands of people wait in line for hours just to see his body. His widespread killing left China weak with almost no educated individuals left over. It was very difficult for children who were manipulated by Mao to recover and make up for all the years they missed in education. Political instability and slowed economic growth held China back. Even Mao's communist successors denounced his reasoning and tactics. China is no longer economically closed off to the world today, but in fact is a thriving mixed market economy. But still, the negative impacts of the terror and culture shock that Mao caused will be felt in China for generations to come. Thank you for tuning in. Stick around a moment longer and we'll throw some rapid fire Mao facts at you. Rapid fire Mao facts. <laughs> Chairman Mao's favorite food was Hong Xiao Ro, braised cubes of pork belly glazed with caramelized sugar and Xiaojing rice wine. Mao also considered bathing a waste of time. He would swim and receive rub downs with hot towels instead. Mao Zedong was the carrier of a parasitic STD. He refused treatment for the infection, likely spreading the STD to multiple female partners. Mao suffered from such severe insomnia that he would take up to 10 times the normal dosage of sleeping pills. At the age of 73, Chairman Mao plunged into the Yangtze River and swam, swam 15 kilometers in 65 minutes, 9.3 miles, according to the Chinese central government. This would mean that Chairman Mao swam a mile in under 8 minutes, when at the time the record was 1 mile in 20 minutes. Bye! Have you ever wondered how Mao somehow got that luxurious, glowing, per picture-perfect skin? Well, that's because he used Care Bear Cosmetics Limited Edition from only 1964 on Tuesday, September 21st. It's only available that day. So if you want, you can go back in time, say hey to Mao for me.
and buy your Care Bear cosmetics. Thank you for your time. Be sure to call 1-800-MAO-ZADONG for your Care Bear cosmetics order now. You must be 18 years or older. <laughs> Bye.